Joe Diffie was right. There's something women like about a pickup man. We sure like Gary Rempel, but he's a different kind of pickup man than you might be thinking. He tells us about life in the rodeo arena ahead of the PRCA circuit finals in Great Falls in January. Best damn podcast, the best damn town. You want to get up, get ready to get down. Welcome to the greatest damn town in Montana, Great Falls. I'm Rebecca Ingham. I'm Shannon Newth. And And we're we're No Damn Damn Experts. Experts. We're back from holiday break. We are, and this will be our final episode of 2022. Holy crap. Mm -hmm. What do you got in store for us today, Shannon? Well, I'm very excited. We have Gary Rempel with us. And Gary, I'm going to ask you to brag on yourself because I don't know your full full resume here. But he is PRCA, multi-time PRCA Pickup Man of the Year. Pickup well, Man of the Year. I was only Pickup Man of the Year one time. Oh, okay. Oh, but well. I've been to the national finals several times. Okay. Oh. Okay. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> well, my questions no just got deeper, there you Gary. Go. Yeah. So Gary's here because Gary lives here in the Great Falls area. Gary is a rodeo expert, horse expert, all of that. Uh, of course, PRCA finals coming up in January here in Great Falls. So you are our rodeo expert man, and we want to hear all your stories. Yes. Uh, let's start with the basics. Are you originally from Great Falls? How long have you been in Great Falls? Originally from Kyle, Saskatchewan. Oh, oh Canadian. Canadian. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, we got excited about that. <laughs> we've been in Great Falls probably 30 years, but my wife was from Washington State. Okay. And, of course, I met her on the rodeo trail. Mm-hmm. Um, she wouldn't leave me alone. She chased me till I finally, she got that me caught. That's what my <laughs> husband says about me. I'm like, I don't sounds think that's about true. Right. Yeah. 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 Then we, um, we ended up moving over here. Even into Great Falls because of the fact um, it just seemed like a better place to rodeo out of. Okay. We knew one. We knew one person here, so we stayed at <laughs> stayed at their place until <laughs> we got situated. And Jody got a job, and I rodeoed and different things till all my paperwork come through. Yeah. Now mm. I'm a now I'm a permanent resident. Yeah. Watch out. Yeah. <laughs> so how far is Kyle, Saskatchewan, from Valmarie, Saskatchewan? Valmarie would be. Oh, maybe close to 100 miles. Okay, not, not bad. Yeah. Um, I grew up just 30 miles south of Valmarie. Good for you. In Loring, Montana. Yeah, been there. Been in the bar. Yeah, it's a great bar. <laughs> <Is that laughs> it? Wow. The first one you get to when you go across the border. Yeah. yeah. We actually yeah. have a guest who knows where you're I from. Know. Isn't it? Well, <laughs> I knew when he said Kyle, Saskatchewan. I'm like, oh, so yeah, we can knows. talk. Okay. Well, didn't you know Valmarie's famous for Brian Trotche? Yes, I you did. That. Yes. Exactly. So uh, you rodeoed. Um, I'm assuming uh, for all of our guests, we name this podcast aptly. I don't want to yes. pretend to be an expert, but I assume you don't rodeo as a pickup man. You actually had a sport that you part or a well, event. Well, yeah. When I started, uh, I roped calves. Okay. And team roped. And then my dad was a pickup man up in Canada. Okay. So um, I always kind of like that. And um, we would, um, 
We had like I was born and raised on the Matador community pasture, which is a huge, largest community pasture in Canada, and it was around eighty nine thousand acres. Oh. Run six to seven thousand wow. head of cattle, so that's oh my what my upbringing was. And of course, we always had five or six hired men there, and um, some of them would ride Bronx. We're rodeo people, so we would, and my brothers too, rodeoed like rough stock. I okay. rode, rode bulls and horses and stuff like that. But anyways, to get started on the pickup deal, we would build, build a, built an arena at home um, and built a buck and shoot in it so <laughs> we could practice. Kenny and Wade could practice on bulls or cows, whatever right. they But I was more of the timed event guy. I didn't have enough nerve to be a rough stock guy. So <laughs> I was timed events. But anyways, uh, like I said, some of the guys would be, like our hired men would be bronc riders. And um, so we would buck horses. We weren't supposed to buck those horses. Oh. But it seems to me like every time Dad went to town, we would buck some horses. And yeah. I'm sure he never knew. <laughs> so, so anyways, uh, I, I started picking up for those guys at home. And then as time went on and I got older and I got more interested, and I finally got a job picking up. And just it's never really stopped since then. So how many years have you been picking up? Men? A lot of them. <laughs> a lot of them. I mean, it's over 40. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's a, that That's a is. long time. That's a long yeah. time. So there's really an art, in my opinion, to picking someone up because you can't just easily, if you aren't skilled, what? ride up next to a, maybe we should start with. Yeah. What is a pickup man? What does that mean? A picket man's job basically is to, um, after the eight-second ride is up, you ride in there, you take the guy off the horse, and then um, you're able to help get the horse out of the arena, basically, is their job. That's your main job. Uh, like, we're in the arena for the whole rodeo, basically, because we're, you know, chasing time to vent cattle out and and then in the bull riding, you're there to uh, rope bulls and get them out if they don't want to go. But that's basically <laughs> to get the guys off the horse and to get the horse out of the arena. You have to be a bit of an animal whisperer and a human, <laughs> like, predictor of behavior, it, it seems, really, to do your job well. It makes a lot of difference. Like, if you're, and a lot of people can understand this, when you understand livestock, like you, you know, you've been around livestock. Some guys, you know, the guys that start picking up that have never been around livestock have a hard, lot harder time at doing it until they kind of, mm. the, the, the understanding livestock kind of is, is a natural thing. Mm. I mean, you can kind of learn that, but it's kind of natural instinct, especially if you're born and raised doing that kind of thing. So that helps a lot. Mm -hmm. The horses that you ride really make the difference because without a good horse, you're nothing. Yeah. I mean, you can get your job done, but it's not good and it's not pretty and it's not <laughs> it's not safe for anybody. Yeah. So Imagine go the in like aspect. a little bit of chaos <laughs> ready to just happen yeah. when you're in there. Well, let's see what uh -huh. happens here. Yeah. Well, so, a good horse is like 70% of mm. your job. Does your horse get pick up horse of the year awards? Are there no, horse awards you for know, that? No, there, there has never been that a pick up horse award. Um, they are talking about starting one hmm. oh. uh, unfortunately the best one i ever had um we had to put down a few years ago oh. he was like mm. like he was 35 years wow. old or something of that nature 
It's I'm cr- sure he would have won it. Yeah. If it mm. is crazy how long horses live. Mm-hmm. Well, they will. To other I mean, animals, um, yeah. they kind of get towards the end where, you know, like they get up around 28, 30 years mm-hmm. old. They're starting to show their age and slow down. Yeah. And stuff like that. I mean, you can still use them, but you can't use them like, yeah. So Work the, them as hard as yeah. you right. used to. So mm-hmm. their last few years are just kind of retirement. And then mm-hmm. as they get older, you know, their teeth start going. And it's just it's a hard thing to do, but yeah. some, it's just got to be done. It's sometimes. hard to watch animals, especially ones that have been so good and you've had yes. such a bond with, get to yeah, that point. I yeah. know. When we finally had to put my old horse down and... Yeah, I cried like a baby. Yeah, yeah. It's just the way that's, it is. Cowboys cry too, <laughs> right? Exactly. Yeah. My that's goodness. the way it's supposed to work. Like yeah. you'd be just no. a horrible human being, I think, I if you did. If you not. could do that over and over without yeah. emotion. Yeah. Another thing about picking up, um, like there's always basically two guys, two pickup men. Yeah. And when you got a good partner that knows to work when you work together, mm-hmm. that that's when it really makes it fun and, and a lot more efficient. So let's dig in before we get too far down this path. Kind of, we, <laughs> I don't know if you listened to it, but we did a rodeo episode. <laughs> By we, I was not involved with this one. Yeah. So somewhere back in the archives of We're No Damn Experts, there's a fantastic episode about rodeo. <laughs> Where I, sh- where I share my knowledge with my co-host, <laughs> and then she asks questions, and I'm like, yeah, I guess no one's ever asked me that before, so I have no idea what that means. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's talk just about the logistics, about the players in a rodeo. You've got the stock contractors that bring in the rough stock. You've got uh, like rodeo production companies, um, and then you have the contestants themselves, who are all the players and how do they all work together? And the end result that I want from your story is how do you get hired as a pickup man and do you get to be hired in teams or not? Right. I understand. I, like it does take a lot to put on a rodeo. Yeah. Like you said, you've got your production people. Well, the smaller rodeos are just more like a committee type thing, you know, where everybody's got their jobs they've been doing it volunteering for years and years and like as and then as you get into the bigger rodeos you got the like it's more of a production yeah and it's run right down to the minute and mm. and things like that you know um you got your people out in the back like in the back end that's the very most important part is the back everybody always thinks the front makes your rodeo the back no. end makes your <laughs> rodeo because if it wasn't for the back end guys the front end guys wouldn't have nothing to brag about. Yeah. <laughs> so, Horses aren't in the chute uh-huh. for anybody right. to ride. That's right. exactly right. Yeah. I don't know where they went. Yeah. They were yeah, here exactly. just a few minutes I don't ago. Know. <laughs> Running around those bulls or somewhere. I don't know. Yeah. You know. But as far as getting a job, um, it's hard to get started. And I always tell, like, I put on pickup schools for years, and got you would have young guys coming. And a lot of them were just coming to try it. You know, not that they were going to try to make a big deal out of it. But just to uh, just to see what it was like, but you get the odd guy that really wants to do it, and and and, I've, and, and lucky enough, I mean, there's been a few guys that went through my school that really did go on and and did very well, and are still doing it. But it's hard to get a job, yeah. you know. Like every contractor has already got uh, a couple pickup men that they use on mm-hmm. a regular basis, and why they do that is like they can count on them, 
and they get to know the bucking horses. That's a very important thing. And you can help them bucking horses to be better when you get to, get to know them and, and do yeah. different things. But for a young guy just to get started, first of all, you got to be able to do the job. Then you got to get four or five horses that don't aren't cheap. <laughs> and they're no. and, and they're not easy to make, like yeah. as far as picking up, because if you got nowhere to pick up, it's hard to make a pickup work. <laughs> yeah, and a trailer big enough to haul them, and a truck big enough to pull that, and um, it's hard. Um, but I mean, if you're if you're um, consistent, or you know whatever you want, if you just keep trying, there will be a spot for you sometime somewhere. So pretty much, you have to wait until someone retires. Yes, <laughs> and then you can sneak in. That's yes, and exactly. hopefully there's a, a senior person to help mentor as well while you're there. Sometimes, if you're good enough and the word spreads, and you can replace somebody. Mm. <laughs> Ooh, cutthroat yeah. drama. It can be. Yeah. yeah. How many horses do you ride during a rodeo? Like, I know. Maybe I don't know. This is what I think I know. Yeah. Like, the pickup man. There's maybe four in a rodeo. This is my dream that there's four <laughs> and they switch out every like third rider. You're talking four pickup men. That's what I'm thinking. Well, at some of the big rodeos. That, that um, might be true. That is true. That is very true. <laughs> okay. Because okay. when you uh, when you get to those bigger rodeos, there's, there's a lot more stock involved, mm. like buck and horse stock, and more contractors. And so, say we go to Allensburg, Washington, and um, there's four or five contractors there. Okay. Well, Calgary Stampede's there, so I'm there. And then you got the main contractor. He's got a pickup man. So there's there may be three or four pickup men there. It is because there's extra stock, bigger rodeo. Um, I personally, personally don't like any more than two. Okay. Oh. um, Just get too crowded. Well, two guys on the same wavelength can do everything. I mean, you don't Mm. even like, I picked up with my brother for years and years and years. Okay. And you don't even have to look to, or it's, you know exactly Mm. where he he is and what he's going to do. And things like that. So that is nice. Yeah, mm-hmm. but on a, like you're saying, how many horses though? Um, like if you go to a, a smaller rodeo where the where the entry f- entries aren't that big, say you've only got five or six bareback horses and mm. the same amount of Bronx. Well, you can do that on one horse, like one horse for the bareback riding, one horse for the Bronx riding, mm. and probably another horse for the bull riding, and you can get away with three horses. But if I go to Denver and there's only two pickup men, well, then you're getting you're bucking twelve probably to a section. Mm. So you're switching horses. You're using two in the bareback riding, two in the bronc riding. So you switch halfway through. Is that just so that to prevent injury to the horse? Well, the horses, um, as a rule, like I always say, like in the as a rule, like in the summertime or something, when your horses are in shape. Um, it's not a big deal to do 10 or 12 unless it's ridiculously hot mm. and things like that. Yeah. Or if there's three or four pickup men, then you don't have to do as much yourself. But say I go to Denver, my horses have been standing around. They're, they're haired up. Even though they're blanketed, they're still haired up. They're not in great shape. Mm. So it's, it's easier on them, too, because you get in those buildings. They're hot. Yeah. And mm-hmm. you do you know, five or six horses on them. 
it's not that they couldn't do more, but then they're just wringing wet mm-hmm. oh, and yeah. hot, and it's just easier, especially if you got the, I mean, if you don't have enough horses, then you got to do what you got to do, but when you got enough, it goes easier on them. You mm-hmm. can switch. So does someone in the back just have your other horse waiting and you <laughs> jump yes. off just and exchange? Because yes. I have never noticed in any rodeo uh-huh. the switching of that. Yeah. Um, no, you're right, though. We do have people stand back there with your extra horse. Pretty mm-hmm. seamless. And you can go back there and switch in a heartbeat and be back out. And it's all time because the the, the guy running the chutes in front knows that you're going to switch mm. at six horses or whatever. Oh, okay. So he'll hold the. So they you time got, it. Yes, you got a bronc rider that's he knows that we're switching, so he needs he's got a little extra time there. But then they the guy that's been holding our switch horse, then he takes our horse we just got off of, and and cools him out, walks mm-hmm. him out. Oh, that's nice. Yes. Yeah. That is, yeah, so well, back end really is really important. Mm-hmm. It's very important. Yeah. So what rodeos have you done? basically most of every, them. Every one of them. <laughs> no. Everyone that exists, yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh, I've been to just about all of them. There's only one rodeo that I probably wish I could have, and I, mm. I did have a chance to go years ago with Cheyenne. Oh. I mean, that's one of the oldest, most yeah. prestigious Daddy of them all. Yes, yeah. absolutely. And I I didn't go, mm. basically be, mainly because I would have had to give up something I already had mm. oh. that paid more than going to Cheyenne and I'm more about the money than just being there. <laughs> so. so how many do you end up doing within a within a year? Probably about 25 or so, okay. depending. Um, you're thinking, like, as a pickup man, you just go to one rodeo, you're there for the weekend. You get a contestant, might go to four rodeos mm-hmm. in one weekend, weekend. but yeah. I'm there for the weekend. You're there for the event. When yeah. you talk about performances, it's I can do 170 Holy cow. performances yeah. a year. And that, wow. you know, depending on, um, that's counting finals, too. If you happen to get the NFR, mm-hmm. that's another 10. And, and things like that, Canadian finals, another six, and things like that. How many times have you been to the NFR? Nine. How many times to the Calgary Stampede? Uh, 37. Holy wow! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot. My yeah. goodness. And I think circuit finals is in their 45th year. Yeah. How many times have you done circuit finals? Eight. Wow. Oh. Nice. The deal with uh, the circuit finals, um, you kind of should be in this circuit. To like, oh yeah, and the and uh, I'm a firm believer in the guys that are picking up the circuit, um, and if they're qualified and stuff, should have a better shot at than getting the circuit finals than me. That's only doing two or three rodeos. Mm. Years ago, I used to do quite a few. Mm. I was running back and forth from from uh, doing Montana rodeos to to Canada doing Canadian rodeos, trying to get as many finals as I could. Yeah. And it was working out fine for quite some time till I got sick of all the driving and dealing with that border every other yeah. week. Yeah, it certainly changed um mm. growing up on the border. Yeah. <laughs> it's a heck of a lot easier to cross before nine eleven. It yeah, was. Sure. They used to have trails yeah. going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's really just waved as you drove by, but not the case anymore. What's the furthest away you've gone for a rodeo? Have you done international rodeos? No. No. I guess probably, um, I don't know, they're all getting quite a ways away. Like, Mm -hmm. my furthest one now would be Houston, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How many miles are you putting on your... Well, pick up every year. Well, that's another thing. It's not as much as you'd think, like okay. maybe 30,000. Okay. Like I said, because I only go to 
one rodeo weekend. Yeah, and you stay there for yeah. yeah. And I don't. So you're come. not on the road like you go down to Houston and then you ride some well, type of Arizona and then up, plan yeah. all the way. Right. Home. Yeah. When I leave, like I'll be leaving here uh, after New Year's a little bit. We we'll go to Fort Worth, San Antonio, Houston. Okay. And then back home. So I'm not running back and forth the home. Gotcha. Back and you know, I'm, once good. I leave, I stay on the road mm-hmm. for a while. You know, until there's nowhere else to go. <laughs> So horse trailers can get super fancy and have these amazing living quarters. Um, Are you living out of your... um, I am. Oh, Mm. that works out pretty... But mine is pretty... It's not (laughs) the top. I mean, it's pretty darn nice, you know, like it's getting... um, Shoot. I think that that trailer I got brand new in, in 2006. So it's got some age on it. Yeah. But there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah, yeah. It's broken and, in and for it's living. Broken in yeah. and, um, <laughs> it's no, there's, I spent a lot of time by myself. Jody doesn't come all the time. Um, but you wouldn't want any more than two people in there. Yeah. Even two people pushes it sometimes. <laughs> it's a little, <laughs> a little too close. Especially when you're by yourself all the time uh-huh. and you get the run of everything and then a woman shows yeah. up and then, <laughs> like, the hey, you're deal in my way. <laughs> yeah. Put your stuff out in the truck. I yeah. need the, I need the closet space. <laughs> It's a whole different ball game. Exactly. Yeah. I want to ask about um, going back to when you were talking about switching between horses, you know, every few, you know, every yeah. five, six. Each horse, at least from my experience with riding, every horse has their own little idiosyncrasies. Every horse has, yeah. even well-trained ones, something that's going to maybe potentially set them off versus another one doesn't care about a certain noise. How do you, you know, you're in the middle, right in the middle of an event, you switch horses do you remember all of those little idiosyncrasies when you switch? Mm. Yeah, you do. Mm-hmm. Um, like you have, uh, say, I've, say I'm going to use four horses or whatever, mm-hmm. two in a bareback riding, two in a bronc riding. Uh, you you pick your horses because some are better in one event than the other. Mm-hmm. And so you like your bareback horses. They, they need to be a little faster, run a little faster, you know, and things like this. Um, but like you said, though, some... Some bu- some horses really crave what they're doing, and you almost got to hold them back because they want to go. Yeah, and those are the nice ones. But yeah. then you've got the other horses that really don't crave it. That just would there would, doing their would job. just prefer <laughs> to stand by the shoots uh-huh. yeah. all day if they could. Um, so you got to ride them more. Mm-hmm. They're still good horses, but you still got to You got to ride them more to where they're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. That one old horse, like I said, was the best one I ever had. Like. You know, as quick as that shoot cracked, like he wanted to go. Yeah. And that was so cool. <laughs> and it's some people can't understand this, but he was so good that at the end of the day, when you're thinking about things, you could hardly even remember being on him <laughs> because yeah, everything he did was smooth. so perfect. Yeah. yeah. And then on the other hand, there was some that you damn well <laughs> like, knew you were on him. Well, need to be like, done. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Do you have to teach some of the newer rough sock riders, like the bare bare back and saddle bronc, how to get off and onto you? Because that looks like a cluster waiting to happen. Kicking your horse, either. Yeah. Well, in the (laughs) in the amateur deal, you get that a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you can't hardly blame some of those kids because. They just want They're kind of new. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you got to be careful around them guys, too, because yeah. yeah. they will take you, and they're not supposed to. They shouldn't be, you know? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I've gotten myself in a wreck on, because of that sometimes. But, yeah, 
I speech them a little once in a while. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> As you should. Yeah. Yeah. But on the other hand, you know, when you get into the pro guys picking up them bronc riders and stuff, that is so cool. Like mm. you ride in there, and as long as the horse is still bucking, because they, the horse, it's like if a horse is still bucking a little bit, it helps those guys get off because it'll give them some propulsion, you know, mm. to, yeah. to get over like get a hold of me and get off yeah um and it you hardly even know they're there you might you'll feel a hand on your shoulder and they'll holler thanks in your ear and <laughs> you're like oh you're done you're Didn't done I barely noticed they were there yeah. but something you got to watch because like especially on them younger guys you got to make sure that you get up there in position where you're supposed to be because mm. you never know what in the heck they're going to try to pull <laughs> off like i've had guys in the bareback ride and go to get off and they haven't even got their hand out so oh. they get a hold of me. I start you're, turning my horse and out, still and all of a sudden, <laughs> they're still there. So you got to get back in there and Let get them get up out. there yeah. and say, "Get your damn hand out!" <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. Exactly. Let it go. Yeah. yeah. Well, and f- can you explain too for for our listeners why those horses are bucking in the first place? Because you are you also I, unstrap the flank. Yeah, I yeah. see that well, happen. These horses are born to buck in the first place. Okay. They're going to buck. Um, the flank strap on the on the what you're talking about mm-hmm. is just something. It's covered with uh, it's a leather strap with uh, it's covered with um, uh, fleece, mm-hmm. sheepskin. And uh, what they do is a lot. A flank man at a rodeo is very very important. Probably one of the most important jobs at the rodeo. Mm-hmm. A horse, Another back behind the chute guy. Well, he's mm-hmm. on the back of the chutes. Okay. Yes. Okay. When he gets to figure those horses out, like he'll the, the same flank man all the time, and all they all they do that flank is just just snug like on there, and his typical deal they just want to kick it off. Mm. It's not hurting them yeah. anything, and they're going to buck anyways. But all this does is makes them want well, just well it's not <laughs> annoying. They just want to kick it off. Yeah, and all it's doing is enhancing mm. their motion. Okay, so they get to the kicking at that. And a flank man can figure out just enough. Like every horse might be a little bit different. Some might just take a little bit more. And then they'll, you know, and our job is when we get in there is to take that off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, you know, contra- contrary to what most people think, you know, you can't make a horse buck. If he don't want a buck, he damn well ain't going <laughs> to yeah. buck. That's all there is to it. Yeah. They've got to have that in there, bred into them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The flank is just something to to help that mm-hmm. out a little bit. Like you said, they're not being hurt by this. No, they're it's not, not being hurt. Thing. Yeah. yeah. You can, <laughs> I don't know whether I, but you know. <laughs> Say it. Okay. <laughs> you know, you get in them goody goodies, you know, think mm. everything we do is Awful. being wrong. And yeah. this flank is on their testicles and that's what's your well i'll guarantee you what you tie something to somebody's testicle they ain't gonna move too <laughs> yeah, far that's not it's pretty much <laughs> they're, yeah, they're staying pretty it's pretty no. much a no-brainer <laughs> so that's well, a no point. need to move You're right exactly. like don't want any movement <laughs> did you do you have to strap your saddle down in a different way because i've also seen um guys get off holding on to the saddle yeah, they will um, oh, you've been paying attention haven't yeah. you <laughs> Hey. Was it to the guys or to what was the <laughs> No, oh. I am a I'm a huge nerd. Okay. So anytime I watch a performance, like I'm looking at all these elements uh-huh. because right. most of the time people are just watching the contestants and I'm watching all the things. Also, yeah. 
also, my friend was married to a rodeo clown for a long time, oh, yeah. so you get to see some of those other areas. Hear about right. the other elements to it. Yeah, yeah. Well, so you get to know a little bit more about rodeo just mm-hmm. besides what the performance looks you like. You don't have to do anything special with you because you've got your saddle tightened down as it is. But I know what you mean because a lot of them guys will get off and they'll try, just kind of grab them. the cantle of your saddle. It All yeah. it gives them is something to grab onto. Okay. That's, it's better that than my neck. Yeah. Put it that way. <laughs> I'm just going to yeah. hold on to you for a while. <laughs> Gary big old yeah. teddy bear just grab on and hold. You know, yeah. squeeze. Do no. you have, uh, because the, so not only are the, the rodeo contestants, the athletes on circuit, these horses, the animals are also on, on circuit, circuit as well. Are, um, did you have a specific horse when you were like, oh no, not this horse again? Yes. <laughs> what was uh, his name? Well... <laughs> There's some that, like, I pick up mainly for Calgary Stampede, mm-hmm. and um, you get to know all those horses. Sure. And they've, mostly um, Calgary horses are pretty easy to pick up because um, we've had the same pickup men doing it ever since they started bucking. Yeah. But the ones that run, like, about the time the whistle goes, they cut a trail. Mm. And uh, <laughs> we've had a couple of them this uh um, what was the heck her name was? Uh, oh, I can't even think of her name right now. But about the time that was, and she was an awesome horse, went to the NFR a couple times, hmm. but boy, does she cut a trail and run <laughs> when, <laughs> when, about the time the whistle goes. She knows uh, she's yeah. done. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, it was U59, Unfortunate Karma was her name. Well, that seems appropriate. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah it's so kind of, and sometimes you get horses, like younger horses, you got to be, um, you got to treat them a little bit different because if uh, you don't want them setting up and trying to get away from you, put it that way. And a lot of these contractors that you go, if you work for them or they may bring stock to Denver or wherever, you know, and uh, they haven't had the right start as a, as being picked up. And they get to the, as soon as the pickup man comes close, they start setting up or ducking and trying to get away from you. Mm. Put it that way. That's yeah. a pain in the oh, ass. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, and everybody's got horses. Like, even Calgary's got a couple like that. But it's something that gets in their mind, and it's hard to get get them straightened out. Yeah. 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 Chase them around. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, duck and dive and try to get away <laughs> from you. And yeah, it's just you have know. a lot going on in a matter yeah. of like thirty seconds. Right. They're less trying to. Get yeah, the athletes off there. Get the horses. Yeah, and it down. just yeah, and it's just uh, as a pickup man in the rodeo, you're trying to do your job as quick and as smooth as possible and mm-hmm. efficient, and it therefore makes your rodeo run smoother. Mm-hmm. And if you run into a couple horses like this, and it takes you an extra whatever, and it just it screws everything up. You don't have to say names, but were there also uh, riders who you went? <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. 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 The, bi- the biggest part of them are really good. Um, but sometimes you get a guy, and he don't even have to be a big guy, um, that will come at you <laughs> like a badger. You know, like... <laughs> That's amazing. Scraping and, and never, clawing to get off that horse. It does. And it never what fails. An analogy. <laughs> he'll get, up, get you by the... High up. That's what the worst part is when you get somebody get you high, like by the neck or yeah, and stuff, and the his oh. his momentum and everything like that. Basically and a punching bag. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> you know the guys. 
And you think when you ride in there, you got your ass in your saddle where it's supposed to be, and you're ready for them. I'm ready. Yeah. And I when that when that rider gets on unfortunate karma, yeah. that's a bad combination well, right there. Yeah. It don't hurt my feelings when that rider goes ends up going Does to the other pickup man. Oh, well, he goes the other way. Shoots <laughs> the other guy. No oh, darn. So yeah. then you see that's when experience comes in because you're thinking. I'm just going to be just a little bit late <laughs> on this deal. Whoops. Yeah. <laughs> the other Sorry, guy I wasn't quick enough. The other guy will be there. Especially Darn. when it's with your brother. <laughs> and then like back behind the shoots, your brother's giving you the what yeah. for. <laughs> I did this with my brother one time years ago. We're up in up in Saskatchewan at an amateur rodeo. And this kid that, um, he was, a, you couldn't buck him off. And he, he uh, anyways, he had a, a cast on his free arm. He rode Bronx. So... The first time we see him with his cast on, I ride in there to pick him up. Well, he comes across <laughs> like this and hits me across the side of the head with his damn cast. Oh, ow. Oh, my gosh. God damn. <laughs> so, anyways, oh, I get him picked up. And so the next weekend, uh, we go same same um, schedule, everybody. Anyways, um, next weekend, and and I'm thinking, I'm going to be let Wade get this guy. <laughs> So anyways, I hung back. I hung back as oh much as I gosh. could, and Wade wheeled in there, and same thing happened to him. I mean, he flopped, hit oh Wade. Oh, my gosh. Took both so of as out. time goes on, we get to the next weekend, and and uh, <laughs> this kid makes a ride, and whistle goes, and here's Wade and I both trying oh, to outweigh like, each uh, other. <laughs> Like, so this, maybe he'll just fall off on his yeah, own. This kid kind of looking over both shoulders, wondering like, where the pickup pick man. man. <laughs> we knocked us both yeah. out with your cast. So. Well, that was kind of kind of funny. Oh but, yeah. man, I would assume, um, like you're if you're a referee in a basketball or a football game, you can't spend a whole bunch of time just watching the game because yeah. you'll, no. you'll miss you'll miss some something. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So I have to assume it's similar being a pickup man. You don't just get to watch no. the rider <laughs> perform. Um, but do you have like a, a contestant that you've seen over the years where you're like, man, I really, really like that guy? Well, mm. oh, yeah, by all means. Yeah. yeah. Um, but as far as um, like in the while the ride's on, I'm kind of watching the horse more than what, because I need to be, mm. I know where I'm supposed to be at the right time, you know, and stuff like this. Um, you also know that this is a heck of a ride going on right now. But, you I mean, you haven't really paid that much attention to it. Well, right. I mean, you've been watching it, but you're, I'm watching the horse more. Not mm-hmm. not the ride. Right. The horses. You just anticipate. You just know it's, you know, you know it's being, yeah. it's good. Yeah. You don't know how good till they, <laughs> you know, they announce the score, but yeah. Are you doing any rodeos this year? Have you done any or do you have any coming up? Uh, no. Okay. I Not till after New Year's. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. And then, then we'll be busy yeah. straight through. So, when you're not being a pickup man, are you still roping? No. Um, are you when you're not being a pickup man? Do you go watch rodeos? No. <laughs> Get enough of those. I will. Yeah. Uh, I can only assume it's like work. Well, you yeah. know what? Um, no, I I used to rope all the time and and stuff, but. Um, no, when I get home, I used to train horses. Okay, I was really busy doing that. So during the off season, that's what I would do: take outside colts in and ride for people, get them started and stuff. 
And then uh, I slowly quit that. I didn't have enough time. I was so busy picking up and and being only home for a couple months or what, what, whatever. I didn't have enough time to get those colts going. It was a it got to be like a really job, you know, like yeah, yeah. So I kind of weaned myself off of that. Um, we will go watch the circuit finals one performance coming up. <laughs> so I'm not picking it up, but yeah. I'll we'll go watch once. Yeah. Been, I watched on TV. Yeah. You know what? When, you, when you're when you gone all the time and you're around people all the time, yeah. Yeah. it's really nice just to get just home and break. <laughs> yeah. stay mm-hmm. there for yeah. a while. Yeah. Especially yeah. if you can watch it on TV. You don't, oh, have, yeah. to just, you don't have to be uncomfortable in those <laughs> yeah. tiny chairs. And uh-huh. Yeah, the best thing to do is tape it, and then you can just watch you where go. and when exactly. and who, what yeah. you want. Yeah. Yeah, we still have three episodes of this last year's NFR. Oh, yeah. we, oh really? I think it's eight, nine, and ten performance yeah. oh, yeah. we that's funny. We know who won, right. but yeah. still, it's no. different. Go back no, and watch good. it. Yeah. Uh, my <laughs> friend who was married to the bullfighter is their, not their son, but his son is a bullfighter. And so I watched the bull riding just to watch oh, yeah. him because it's so much fun to watch. Again, watching people who are in tune with those animals figure out where they're going to go, what they're going to do, and then just step in and, yeah. and do their work, yeah. just like a pickup man. It's just Very kind of that yeah. underrated performance where you're like, yeah, that yeah. takes some talent. Mm-hmm. You can't just decide, oh, I'm going to ride in there. Yeah. <laughs> right there, right in there and do that thing. So even though you're doing horse events and you are a roper, what is your favorite rodeo event? Um. Mm. I like them all basically. I mm. I think bronc riding probably my favorite, but I watch them all. Yeah. I mean, there's when you get into the the top end pro level, it's all good. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to be a fan of team roping, but damn it, they're good. Yeah. Yeah, it's it fun to watch. Yeah, absolutely. Do they you do watch work. the pickup men when you're watching Critico? rodeo? Uh, well, <laughs> do you pay more to, attention to that or the? <laughs> no, I do watch them, but. Yeah. Um, most of them guys are all my friends, and mm. I do watch them. But yeah. like you, you watch on TV. You don't. They don't show the pickup no. very yeah. much no, unless they screw up yeah. and then they make <laughs> then a big deal yeah. of it. So you, the goal is to not be on TV. Yeah. <laughs> but honestly, in my recollection, I'm not super old, and I don't spend a lot of time in the rodeo world. But I don't ever remember there being a fiasco with a pickup man. But it just seems like there. It's a ripe situation to have. Yeah. Have you know, a circus every freaking time. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Most times, uh, everything goes pretty good. The only other, only once in a while, you know, you'll get someone hung up in the bareback riding. And yeah. boy, I'll tell you, if you don't get that handled really quickly, that that goes mm. south in a hurry. Yeah. Um, the best thing is the quicker the better. I mean, obviously. Yeah. But uh, no, as a rule, it's pretty good unless something freaky happens, which. <laughs> It darn sure can. Yeah. yeah. You put that many different animals together. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and humans. And humans, yeah. yeah. Something yeah. is bound to go weird yeah, every sometimes now and again. Sometimes they're on the, on the same page as you are, mm-hmm. put it that way. And it's, yeah. yeah. So you've been hit in the head with a cast. You've had a uh, <laughs> makeshift badger attack happen <laughs> to you. Yeah. Have you had any other major injuries when you've uh, been in the arena? Yeah. Broke ankle, mm. uh, broke leg a couple times. Um, but. Ow mostly um, the odd time you get kicked and things like that. But overall, it's not been too bad. 
the most serious one was I got my leg uh, bro- leg broke up at the Canadian finals there uh, four or five years ago. Ooh. Bronk kicked me and and uh, yeah, that wasn't good. Ouch. Yeah. Oof. So <clears throat> my husband and I watch the NFR together and he swears <laughs> that the guy who runs the shoot. So like when the Cavs run out for either team roping or bulldogging. It's the same guy that opens the shoot. Um, Would you mean uh, he's not talking about the guy where the contestants walk out? No. Oh, it's the, where the guy time who's event. running the shoot to let the calf yeah. out for those. Events. You mean at the time to the like at the end when they let him out to be or that when they leave at the, the arena. beginning, right? When they run out of the shoot and then the right. bulldogger chases after him right. or the okay. team rips. Yeah, yeah. So that guy. Yeah. My husband is convinced it's the same guy, and he wears the same clothes all ten days. <laughs> <laughs> now you've done. It's probably ca- the same guy, no doubt. <laughs> but you've done the Calgary Stampede, and you've done the NFR. I have to assume you have ten of the same outfit because that's like the yeah, they got costume or the uniform that you have to yeah, wear. They got their vest or whatever shirts they're supposed to wear. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, they sometimes want to dress you up like you're in a little play toy, you know, yeah. like, yeah. You got Here's your, your little scarf yeah, and your vest. Absolutely. And this is, we want you to be um, yeah. this color tonight with these logos, that yeah. kind of thing. All the sponsorships and all that, yeah. yeah. Yeah, my husband will go, he is wearing the same clothes. I'm like, he, he's probably wearing the same <laughs> type of clothes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's the same clothes on day one as it is I day feel a 10. a dusty by the end. No, yeah. they've got their... Uh, they got their little dressing room where everybody they call the contract personnel. They go in there, and this lady looks after that room. And they've got all the judges' shirts there. They got the pickup man shirts. They got oh. wh- whatever shirts you're supposed to wear. She's got them all hung up there for you. Oh, look at that! Yeah. And this is the shirt Back you're wearing tonight. People. And this is yeah. a scarf that goes with <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, don't got question somebody. it. Get yeah. your clothes mm-hmm. on. Yeah. So, do you? have to find or do you get to find sponsors as a picket man or is that handled because you're employed by this stock contractor no. or whatever it is and you don't have to find your own you sponsors do. you gotta find it you don't find your own oh yeah oh wow you know and, and sometimes it's been a real struggle for pickup men because they tried to put us in this little bracket where we for a long time we couldn't wear sponsorship sponsors oh. and um it was a total crock, I'm telling you. <laughs> and I, 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 uh, I tried. Well, a few of us pickup men in Canada tried to get that changed years ago. Yeah. Where say Dodge sponsors you, and so they give you. They don't sponsor us. Put it that way. They but the contractor would get paid for wearing. It's weird. <laughs> well, it's a weird industry. Well, the, we would wear. Dodge shafts. Okay. Put it that way. Yeah. And uh, each contractor up there would say, say Calgary Stampede would have their brand on there, but you would have, there would also be the Dodge mm. s- logo. logo on it. Mm-hmm. And then they would give you shirts to wear. Okay. With had Dodge on it or whatever they had, Ram or whatever. And so all I wanted to do, because we were getting nothing out of this. We were wearing their stuff and not getting a darn thing out of it. Mm-hmm. Right. So what I wanted to do was get them to give us permission to put a patch on their shirt. Yeah. You know, I'll wear your shirt. Right. Just let me add to it. Yeah. They wouldn't let me do it. They oh. damn near run me out of Canada because of that. <laughs> oh, man. And a, I mean, it's carry-on. So, I mean, um, 
Well, I kind of bucked the system a little bit. <laughs> and so Rebel. we get to a rodeo, and I went ahead and put, it was a Calgary Stampede rodeo in the first place, um, and I had Calgary Stampede shirts, but, of course, they bring you the Dodge to wear, and I just threw it in the trailer and put my Calgary shirt on. <laughs> And then, of course, you should have seen the Dodge guys sticking their heads <laughs> up through the, through the fence one. Uh-huh. So Where's my shirt? Basically. <laughs> Anyways, um, now, like, down, down in the U.S. here, um, we still wear the contractor shaps, obviously. But we can wear our own shirts okay. with our own sponsorships. Okay. Which helps a lot. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It does. Yeah. Do you get to keep the chaps or no, you just borrow them for that day and then you have to give them back to no, the dressing it, room attendant? <laughs> oh, it were, well, at the finals you did, but <laughs> yeah. But all the contractors, like all the stock contractors everywhere have their own chaps. Okay. They got their brand on it or whatever. So if I went to work for whoever um, now, they, um, they'd have their own chaps for me. Cool. Yeah. So... Rodeo way of life, being around horses, all of that, to do it for as long as you have in such a committed way. It's got to be something that, that you love about it to still get out there <laughs> and do it. it. Yeah. Or, I mean, well, maybe you're just, just going through the motions <laughs> now. I don't know. But Money's a really good part yeah. Uh, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> mm-hmm. <No>. Mortgage still <laughs> needs to be paid. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Beyond the money aspect, no. <laughs> what do you love about it? Well, every, basically everything. Yeah. Um, when you go to these rodeos for the same rodeo over and over for many years, you get so many friends mm. that are always really looking forward to you to get there. You know, they're all excited because it's everybody's coming to town and they're probably happy to see you leave at the end of <laughs> the week. And then you just roll on to the next place and uh, do the same, same thing again. over again. Yeah. And then you get the special people that you really get to be your friends. And um, th- that's basically yeah. what it's all about. Not only being the fact that, you know, you love what you're doing Mm -hmm. as far as picking up and being around the stock and those kind of things. But I think it's all the friends and the people at every place. It's a unique way of life, too. It is very Mm -hmm. much so. Yeah. Yeah. So like uh, being a gypsy, that's what I always said <laughs> yeah. about my friend. She yeah. was uh, did photography for a number of years, so a lot of times she's traveling the same routes, taking pictures. I always called it yeah. horse-cow stuff because it wasn't just rodeos. <laughs> she would do team penning and mm. anything that involved horses and cows, and she was really good at it, but really that gypsy lifestyle mm-hmm. yeah. uh, for a long time. Mm. Um, well, that's funny because like, my living quarters horse horse trailer you know I like that's home to me mm-hmm. yeah and people are just trying to be really nice well come out and stay and well, come on in the house we've got a bed spare bed <laughs> in the house and no you know and i said no that's fine like my bed's more comfortable yeah, than yeah. probably oh, the one yeah. you've got yeah. but it's not trying to be ignorant or nothing like that it's no i'm just i'm at, i'll stay in my yeah. trailer well yeah. when you imagine like you like to go home after you stay in a hotel that that is your home right. that's your tr- your traveling comfortable right. space Absolutely. yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i i don't have a horse trailer i don't have horses and i don't have living quarters but i got a really nice camper yeah. and that <laughs> camper has the perfect bed in right. it because if i'm gonna own it yeah exactly <laughs> i yeah. better have a bed that i like sleeping mm-hmm. in yeah yeah, yeah. So we have the, uh, like we mentioned, circuit finals coming up here in January in Great Falls. For people who have never been to a rodeo or maybe come to Great Falls to watch it, what can they expect or what would you say to specifically kind of watch for 
as you're going to these. Beyond the contestants. Like, dig in. Yeah, become like a the nerd. whole experience. Yeah. Be yeah. a nerd like me. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know other than the fact that, you know, you come on out and see all your local. Basically, that's what the circuit finals are all about, mm. is giving your local guys a chance at the finals mm. like this. The guys that rodeo all summer just in your circuit. And then you get to see like your top end guys that have been to the national finals they're like they they try to make your circuit finals but they're also out there trying to get to all the big rodeos too mm. but i don't know it's just all good old family entertainment yeah mm-hmm. is uh so can you explain too because the then the nfr kind of the super bowl of of rodeo is not long after that can you explain for people kind of how that works how how cowboys and cowgirls get to to make it like points right. and well, money yeah. and all of that well it's uh to go to the nfr it's totally money one and uh so like your circuit finals it was set up basically for your more your local type people that are good good contestants mm-hmm. like good athletes they just don't want to travel mm. and they've got their ranch or job mm-hmm. or whatever and they mm-hmm. they're more their weekend type cowboys contestants or whatever you want to call mm-hmm. them and that's basically the difference on it and they have to compete at so many rodeos i think it's i'm not a hundred percent sure on this but i think maybe there's got to be like 15 or something like that okay. you can make up whatever you want yeah <laughs> we'll we are you. going to yeah. fact check somebody's You're somebody's going to be listening yeah. saying that ain't <laughs> yeah, right that's not right yeah but hey, first, it, it causes good engagement yeah. for us <laughs> <laughs> but yeah and then um you it's hard for those guys that are trying to make the NFR and really rodeo on because they still have like that are they have to designate a circuit yeah. like that at the beginning. So oh. if they're going to try to make their circuit finals, they have to be able to get to 15 rodeos, mm. which is difficult for those guys because uh, they're all a little more prone to go to the bigger rodeos where there are bigger payouts, where bigger payouts more money to be won than your smaller ones. Mm. So. And I don't. I. I. This was. I was told one of the, one of the top end bronc riders that was at the NFR, I think. And this may be not right, but that's what I was told here a while ago that one of them didn't qualify because he didn't have enough circuit rodeos, hmm. which is really too bad for the circuit because uh, when you take that kind of a, a guy out, it's not yeah. good. Yeah. I hope it's not true, but that's yeah. yeah. But sometimes it's tough if you're on the road and. Mississippi, and yeah. then you got to be in Augusta right. Right. <laughs> the next day. Yeah. But on the other hand, if uh, if he didn't make it, then the bottom guy moved up one. one right. Guy yeah. was lucky enough to move up from the bottom and take his place. Mm-hmm. So yeah, everyone gets to develop and yeah. grow and hopefully yeah. do good. Yeah. yeah. Well. I've had a blast thinking I know what I'm talking about <laughs> and getting some of it confirmed. Yeah, and yeah. you did get Actually, some I thought you were pretty up on Not it. Not pretty, oh, hey, pretty bad. Look at that. Yeah. Every now and again, I surprise people with my stupidity yeah. and with my intelligence. What you know. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And you found someone who knows where you, has been yeah. to where you were from. Yeah. Yeah. I think really it's a badge of honor to have been at the Loring Bar at some <laughs> exactly. point in your life. Um, the number of times that I helped Canadians cross the border, um, 
with maybe some things like, they weren't we know supposed about to have. Yeah. <laughs> right. But also, our border used to close. So there were a mm-hmm. number of times Canadians were trying to make the border, did not make the border, and then came back and had to spend the night right. in, in Loring. Loring. Hey, yeah. there you go. So did you ever get to Valmarie Rodeo when you were up there? Never went Never to... Went va- the few times... I've been to Canada a lot, but Valmarie was still just a little close to home. Yeah. Um, <laughs> For the intent when I was growing up there, because Canadian drinking age is 18 mm-hmm. and the U.S. was 21, and so you didn't want to do that too close to home. Right. Um, <laughs> so I never been to the Valmarie Rodeo, but have heard great stories yeah, about it. Was it. Always, I went there for years and years and years. All them little rodeos across the border there, like oh yeah, little, and they were th- those actually were the the most fun rodeos. Like, I miss them. Because, <laughs> like, oh, now yeah. you go to all the big shot rodeos, yeah. you know, and it's, it's the atmosphere is Different. not the same. Yeah. You know. Yeah, when my uh, college roommate was chasing her um, <laughs> rodeo clown, clown. <laughs> <laughs> we went to a lot of the smaller rodeos. I'm like, are you really thinking this is a solid idea? And she's like, oh, <laughs> yeah. Life. yeah. I'm so in love with him. I'm like... <laughs> Okay, okay. Oh, yeah, Signing up for the life, too. She um, participated in the Rodeo Queen circuit, oh, yeah. sure. so we had some of that fun. I got to make outfits and then squeeze them into some of these outfits. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've learned I've learned a lot of elements of that rodeo lifestyle. I know a lot about the Rodeo Queen world, too. <laughs> mm-hmm. Jody was Miss Rodeo Washington. Oh. And then she went on to be Miss Rodeo Washington director. And then we moved over here, and she was huh. Montana director. And yeah, then on the NFR involved. deal. And I know all about rodeo yeah. queen. <laughs> queen. Like too much. The queening too much. competition <laughs> element is definitely a different yeah, world. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll have to make. We'll have to have Jody come back and talk that would, about that process. That sometime would be awesome. Too. Yeah. That yeah. would be fun because yeah. my college roommate was a contestant for Miss Rodeo Montana, oh, hey. and we drove up from Bozeman when she participated here in Great mm-hmm. Falls. We didn't go. <laughs> yeah. And then that's the weird part. We went to the crowning of Miss Rodeo Montana, and she didn't win, but we didn't go to the rodeo. I'm like, well, <laughs> yeah. we well, should have just backwards. stayed along. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I am so happy to find a, find a fellow Saskatchewan uh, person <laughs> who likes to hang out in small towns. Yeah. I think that's great. Um, and you shared a lot of great knowledge. <laughs> yeah, thanks for informing us on, on what happens behind the scenes there. I really do wish that, and I know some of them rodeos have quit now and stuff, but I always said before I was going to be done like retiring, I would love to go back and pick up at every, I guess Little I really one. wouldn't even have to pick up, but just go and hang out at yeah. all those rodeos. Mm, they, yeah. were, they were the best. Yeah, yeah fun. So don't don't stop at circuit finals keep going Mm -hmm. come for circuit finals come for the state fair rodeo come for augusta come for belt come for all these great uh prca rodeos that are held Mm -hmm. here white sulfur springs has one over labor day so there's plenty of opportunity to use great falls as a base camp for all Mm -hmm. your rodeo adventures just know they don't happen every day right we have an episode on that as Mm -hmm. well how how they're not happening all the time you can go find a rodeo any given day yeah one thing i noticed about um, people supporting the circuit finals there's hard like it's sold out Mm -hmm. every performance pretty much and i've been to other circuits too and um, not so much yeah i mean the (laughs) contestants wives were 
make yeah. up the, the, <laughs> make up the biggest, Most of the yeah. attendance. Yeah. Yeah. So. No, it's very well attended here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this year it is January... 12th through the 14th, I yep. believe. Uh, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's a great time to be in Great Falls. Get your rooms reserved now if you don't already have them, and then get your tickets. And I'm going to plug, too, we also have a blog post on our website talking about all the other things you can do while you're here for Circuit Finals that weekend during the day. And we also have a ticket giveaway come on Wednesday to see Casey Donahue perform at the Newberry the Wednesday before Circuit Finals. So look that up, see, because we have on our social media channels how you can win those tickets and some other things you can do while you're in town. Make it a party, yeah. people. Party mm-hmm. people in Great Falls. <laughs> I like it. And so hopefully it won't be 30 below. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm sure it yeah. won't. You're inside, though. You Like well, you said, it gets <laughs> warm in there. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Well, that one, one year when I was picking up the circuit finals here it was 30 plus below yeah and i'll tell you what where we kept a buck and horses and the pickup horses over another building and you were dressed up in your parka and your your hat carrying your your cowboy hat going (laughs) over to the other yeah they should start coat check for people (laughs) that would be a good idea actually it is really nice because it well we finally broke out of the deep freeze from mm-hmm. last week. So. Yeah. yeah, quite a switch. I'm just shocked that there's no snow left. Isn't I know. that something? Yeah. It's so weird now. Mm. Yeah. We're all staring out Didn't the window. Didn't take very long. <laughs> so it looks like spring out it there. It does, right now. yeah, because it's greener than it usually is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And in true fashion, I have no idea what the future weather looks like. So mm, we can't I tell always that like far to make a surprise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> You'll be inside anyway. It'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so get your tickets, get your rooms, get your cowboy hats, mm-hmm. um, get ready to have a blast. Now that you know more about what a pickup man does, what they are, you'll be able to pay more attention to all the intricacies of rodeo yeah. production. You'll know what to look for now. Look at you, just mm-hmm. becoming a rodeo expert while you listen. <laughs> there you go. So thank you uh, for listening. Thanks for being here. Well, thank you. It's been fun. And until we see your bright, smiling, happy, healthy face here in the wonderful community of Great Falls, we hope you're creating amazing memories with your friends and family wherever you are. See you soon. We are no damn experts as the recorded claims from Great Falls, Montana covering what you need to know about this amazing damn town. Damn, that felt good.